This is the Data Privacy Detective, and today we're going to explore online advertising, consent, and data privacy, and what they all have to do with each other, and some really important changes that are looming for 2024. Uh, we're going to consider what consent really means in, uh, in current uh, communications we have when we go on, on the internet. And with, with us, we have a tremendous guest today, Matei Pergen. And Matei, thank you for joining us this morning from Canada. Thank you, Joseph. I'm so happy to be here. Well, Matei, you are a serial entrepreneur. You've started uh, three successful tech companies. And, and I know you're passionate about data privacy as uh, how we handle ourselves in the internet age. <clears throat> and you're the CEO and founder of Enzuzo. And I understand that's uh, in the Igbo language. That means privacy. So your very company name is about privacy. As that's I right. That. We're committed to the cause. And uh, Inzuzo, as I have learned, uh, helps small and large businesses with uh, global data privacy compliance. And yeah. it's really aimed at making this easy to use, affordable, and having uh, good customer support. So that's what Inzuzo is. But before we talk about and Zuzo and consent and so on. What are you seeing in the year 2023 in North America, uh, Mate, about data privacy compliance? Yeah, well, thanks for that introduction. And I'm uh, really happy to be on the podcast, Joe. Um, in terms of where we come from on data privacy, you know, GDPR was the first sort of law to kick us off in this direction in 2018. And there was kind of a wave of compliance and, and really the whole compliance uh, space as we know today was born out of that. Uh, but 2023 is where things really got kicked off in North America with, um, you know, the CPRA, a number of different- California, uh, California. <laughs> California, absolutely leading the way in the US and a number of other US states, you know, Utah, Virginia, Colorado, uh, Connecticut, and then of course Quebec Law 25, which uh, you know. Well, you say of course. Now, uh, some people here, you know, don't live in Canada. So, what's that about? What? What's yeah, Quebec Law 25. So, Quebec Law 25 is a little bit different in that it's it's sort of the first North American law that's uh, closest to GDPR. You know, California was still even with CPRA is not quite as strong as GDPR, but Quebec is is pretty close and. Uh, a lot of uh, North American uh, companies uh, are being caught off guard because um, it, it really changes the game uh, in terms of, you know, typically if you're an American, you have uh, customers in the U.S., you typically also serve Canada. And just the fact that you do, all of a sudden you get uh, impacted by Quebec Law 25. So yeah, North America, we really are a common market. We don't call ourselves that, but that's what's happening. You're quite yeah. right. And it came back is certainly so so different from what we have in the multi two language requirements and so on from a French civil code point of view, not mm. a common law place in many ways. So this is important. And of course, as you say, it's it's teaming up much more with Europe. But rather than getting into the weeds of the laws, what you're saying is consent is ever more important than if you want Absolutely. to comply. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And of course, I think our listeners most uh, may know that. GDPR, basically, you need express consent, willing, uh, well-informed person, unless there's a legitimate interest. We'll get into this later. But uh, that that's what's changing then. So you're saying really anybody who's got a North American market online, uh, you know, better find out about this for legal reasons. Yeah. You know, I was on vacation in Europe last summer. I went over there. I started using the Internet and everything has the cookie pop up in it. Everything. I mean, mobile apps, sites, all that. And then you come back home 
and there's very, very much fewer pop-ups, right? And so I think what from a user's perspective, that's one of the things that we're going to see change uh, in, in 2024 and going forward because, uh, you know, consent is got much stricter concept of consent is coming here as well. So very different. And now let's talk about Google. Now, Google yeah. is not a regulator. They're not a, a, a government, but they're really a regulator, aren't they, in a way? What, what are they doing that's going to change the landscape for uh, the Internet? Well, Google has, you know, a wonderful product that everybody uses called Google Analytics. And it pretty much touches the entire Internet because it's a free tool. Everyone practically, if you have a website, you're using Google Analytics and it collects data on all the you know website visitors um and, and that's us that's all the individual billions of people <laughs> that's us and you know it really knows no boundaries because you know if you're a small mom and pop shop say in utah and you start a website you're going to get uh traffic from europe and from quebec and from other places because people type a google search on something they find you know, your little website that's just brand new. And next thing you know, you're getting traffic and the law of where the person is applies rather than law of where the business is. So for some of these data privacy laws. So, you know, very quickly, everyone's a global business. Everyone has to worry about uh, global compliance, at least from a consent point of view. So all of a sudden, Google also has Google ads, which, um, of course, it's that's where it generates all of that's its right. That's where it makes its money. Yeah, and one and of to the do that, let's let's make so listeners are clear. What happens is if we go on a site, our personal information starts to get collected, and that that's Absolutely. really what we're talking about. And what what? How do we give them permission? And you know, aside from state laws or country laws, companies just go and do that, and then we have California saying, "Well, you got to have a sign. Don't share my information." You know, and that's what's begin. That's what you're talking about. Exactly. And so what what happens is, uh, you know, when a site has a pop up banner, that's your permission. That's your consent. You say, I, I give this site consent to collect my data. And uh, the way it's supposed to work in Europe is uh, all these cookies are uh, there. You know, the collector information is gets stored in your browser are supposed to be blocked until you give consent. But in California, it's, um, you know, all these cookies can load, but you can go in afterwards and opt out. You can remove consent afterwards. And whether that works or not, that's, you know, depends on uh, which company it is and so forth. But that's kind of the this opt in and opt out is, is the difference. But now Quebec has introduced a law that's opt in. Um, Google really depends on its advertising um, algorithms depend on having this information. And one of the things that's 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 changing now is if it doesn't have this information, the accuracy of its ad modeling is algorithms are, are deteriorate and its ads look to be more expensive than they really are because they uh -huh. can't track all the usage. So they're very, very much incented to, you know, get as, you know, get consent and make sure that the consent is coming from all these people. And this is something that they're wrestling with right now. So. And I think you may be suggesting that Google, uh, whether it's Quebec or GDPR or just Google on its own is saying, look, you want to have access to our analytics, then you're going to have to have a pop-up that gets us express consent. Is that the absolutely so that that's so in 2023 Google introduced a new concept called a Google certified consent management platform and they said okay here are the rules uh if you want to be a, a Google sort of certified uh consent management product and by the way that means integrating into something called Google Tag Manager which a lot of websites use for loading scripts and things like that and then in 2024 they've announced that uh they plan to restrict 
usage of uh, Google Ads products for people in Europe and the UK that are not using uh, a Google certified CMP. So all of a sudden they're making it mandatory that you have to have a consent uh, platform in order to use ads. Um, so what we're seeing here is the private sector is adopting privacy centric laws, uh, rules. They're not laws because nobody goes to jail here, but you can't use Google. Well, that's going to be a problem. Absolutely. And not only that, but Google is starting to communicate to a lot of small and medium sized businesses and letting them know, you know, programmatically uh, through for, for this stuff. So they're, so people are now being educated. Um, so if you're a data privacy expert or a data privacy vendor, uh, you, you should be aware that Google is talking to your customers sometimes before you are and, and, and educating them on, on a lot of these things. Well, how does Inzuzo help organizations deal with with this challenge, this change that uh, sounds like a lot of people are going to have to make? Yeah, well, yeah, thanks for asking that. Basically, you know, we provide the tools for for small businesses. Um, you know, one of the challenges is uh, large businesses have a lot of tools. They're very expensive, complicated, hard to use. When you get down to be a small business, really important to have things that are affordable and easy to use. And that's uh, one of the things that that we do. Uh, and we help small and and media, and of course a lot of large businesses like us because of our capabilities, price, and customer support, and all of that as well. But one of the things that our customers love is you know data privacy is so complex. We simplify it down and basically make at least the consent part of it really really straightforward. And then that's going to become more fundamental to basically not just complying to the law but complying to what Google wants you to do as well. Yeah, it's not just uh, going to your lawyer and say, what clause do I need in my privacy policy? It's far more than that. It's it's this combination of of, uh, of technology and law together. Absolutely. And, and that, with the private sector may be leading the way here. I don't know. Yeah, that's something that I noticed um, when I started the company was the key to data privacy was going to be combining the legal and the technical side of things and putting it together. That's the key to compliance. You can't just be a lawyer. You can't just be a technology. It's a combination of the two. So I think that's a great point that you made. Yeah, there's even a network began as a law firm network. It's now a law and tech firm network together because it's, yeah. it's called privacy rules. But it, it it's just reflecting this is what's happening. It's it's not just a specialist doctor diagnosing the illness. It, yeah. You've got to have a holistic view of this. Very interesting. Well, Mate, in, in concluding here, uh, tell us, please, uh, all of our listeners, what top tips do you have uh, for organizations, uh, especially the small to mid-sized ones, about confronting 2024 and beyond and, and trying to avoid uh, reputational loss, if not legal uh, fines and penalties uh, in this area of how do you how, how do you have a website that does what needs to do for your customers, but is privacy-centric? Number one thing I would say, make sure you have, in 2024, make sure you have a strong privacy partner. If you're in the online presence, whether you're a mobile app, e-commerce store, website, whatever it is, make sure you have a privacy partner. And that can be, you know, um, anyone that has the expertise, but also the technology to help you. Um, and, and what you want to look from your privacy partner is, one, they should be able to educate you. They should be able to look at your business ask you a few questions and then educate you on, you know, what are the minimal things you need to do? And then what are some other things you, you, you know, you should think about as you grow and then uh, provide some of the tools to make sure you're complying not only with, you know, the law, but also with some of these uh, tech uh, rules that, that Google and companies such as that are putting in place. 
Well, Matea, how about for individuals? What are your top tips for them as we go on websites uh, all the time? What should we be cautious about? Well, I'd say, you know, you're always, you know, the, the trusted big brands, you have a little bit more protection because they have a lot to lose, right? The Apples and the, the Googles. And and that's, you know, I, I'm always, as an individual, you know, I'm always a little bit skittish about shopping from something other than Amazon because I really don't know with some of these smaller random sites what they're going to do with my credit card data and all of this stuff, you know. So, uh, you know, whenever you're shopping, um, you know, Christmas shopping, Black Friday shopping from really small, tiny brands, do your due diligence, check out the privacy policy, check out, you know, do they have a DSAR capability? Uh, you know, what tr- what trust signals do you see? Uh, and, and uh, you know, buyer beware kind of thing. Very good advice. Well, thank you for joining us today, Mate. It's been a pleasure. Thanks for what Enzuzo is, is doing. And as always, I will remind our listeners, protecting your personal privacy begins with you. <laughs>